What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Real Life Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Richards. I hope you guys all had a wonderful week. And I kind of want to start off this episode by just saying thank you to all of my listeners. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I hope you're enjoying what I'm putting out and what I'm trying to offer you guys. As much as it's about me and my life and the things that I'm doing to change it, or at least to try and make it better, it's about you guys too. I want to hear your stories. I want to engage with you. I want to kind of mold that into what this podcast is, into what it can become to make it more of a community, more so than just me talking about the things that I'm doing in my life. But with that being said, there's still a lot of things going on right now that I want kind of like involve you guys in and kind of the things that I'm doing and what's been going on. As far as I'm concerned, like I mentioned last week, there's not a whole lot of like major updates. There's a lot of small stuff, a lot of small little things I've been trying to do. But one of the big ones um, that I've mentioned to you guys before is that I'm just kind of trying to wind down right now. And that's part of the reason why things have been a little bit slower for me personally. As much as I want to kind of consistently try to improve, I have to recognize that there's times where it's not always necessary and it's okay to just kind of sit back and wind down and do whatever it is makes me happy and just kind of clear my mind of all the stresses, anxieties that are going on in my life presently. And so I've definitely noticed that about myself. I've been cognizant of that fact and I've been trying to not take away from the things that I'm doing and allow myself that time that's been given me to relax, to just let all of my emotions out, let all of my thoughts free and just kind of explore the opportunities ahead of me because I don't really know what's coming next. I know there's a lot of things I want to do. I know there's a lot of things I'm planning for, but allowing myself that time with family, with friends, um, with myself, just kind of think about what I have going on, what I want to do and what I want to achieve is very, very important to me personally. And I do think it's very important to all of you as well going forward. And I kind of wanted to mention that off the top. So you guys know that, but kind of just back to my own personal life and the things that I've been doing more recently. So I mentioned to you guys before that I was reading Crushing It by Gary Vee. I kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit because a lot of people have read it. A lot of people like it. I don't know how to feel about it. But one thing I would say that I really did enjoy about it was just kind of like reading the various stories that people told about their lives. It's it's basically just one big storybook of all these different people who read Crush It, his first book, um, and kind of implemented his strategies to get to where they became and kind of get to where they ended up being. And so from that standpoint, that was really cool to read because some of the stories of people I'd actually heard of, I've actually heard of their businesses, heard of the things that they achieved and had just like seen them before. So that, that standpoint is kind of cool to think that someone one day was reading Gary's old book and then they became like famous or they just became successful in some fashion and they were able to turn his strategies into a business model, become entrepreneurs, etc. And so it's kind of like, wow, like maybe there's hope for me to be the next person in his next book. You never know, probably not going to happen, but it's still cool to think that there are people who just read his book and implemented some of his strategies. It inspired them to do more things. And in some ways, I think it did inspire me. Um, One thing that was kind of crazy that I think I mentioned before is that like sometimes I would be reading that book and I would get so inspired that I legitimately couldn't sleep. I had like so many ideas, so many things I wanted to try, so many different 
I guess, thoughts running through my head that I literally could not sleep. And I don't know if anyone has ever kind of felt that with a book or with reading something, a passage or, or listening to a piece of music. You just can't put it down. But that's one thing, just like reading these stories definitely inspired me to continue to try to create. And so one thing that I may do in the future is go back, highlight some of my favorite stories. And when I'm feeling a lack of inspiration, a lack of creativity, go back and read some of these stories and then try to be re-inspired. just like a way for me to kind of go back into something that inspired me previously, read it over, put those thoughts back into my brain to then re-inspire me to create, to push through something difficult, to do something different. And that's something that I think I'm going to try and implement more. Like people talk about reading the same books over and over just because they enjoy them. But I think the same premise can be done with inspiration, with motivation, going back to certain things that you love. Um, I can think of probably three, four ish commercials that hit home with me every single time I watch them. There's just something about them, the way they're done. It's not even necessarily something creative. It's, it's more so in the script, the way the story was told. I can go back, watch that commercial on YouTube, and I will be just like in that moment from when I first watched it. And I love that about that. And it's one of the things that really has always drawn me to marketing. It's if I could make a commercial that like I was super proud of, that I really loved, that I thought could like actually touch people and they could see it for the beauty that it is. A lot of commercials are kind of just like whatever and boring, but there's certain ones, certain ones that are created, they're created for a reason by very, very smart people. And I definitely want to do that as far as like putting that on my bucket list of things that I want to do, make like a super, super cool commercial. And I don't know how I'm going to do that. I'm not sure how I'm going to achieve that right now, but it's definitely something that I've been thinking about a lot, something that I really, really want to do. I want to kind of mention that as far as like mentioning those two things, how I finished crushing it. And it was, like I said, it was, it was a good book. Um, if you're feeling a lack of motivation, maybe it's something that you could read. There's a lot of cool stories from all walks of life that I think pretty much anyone could take something from it. And that's, that's where I think it's powerful. There are stories you're going to kind of want to skip over. Maybe it doesn't apply to your industry. Maybe it's just kind of boring to you, but I think he covers such a wide scope of businesses, of situations that there's not really a reason for you not to read it, I guess, if you could put it that way. And then obviously he goes over all the different social media platforms. And I believe the book was written in 2017. So as far as social media goes, it's pretty outdated because now, you know, we're still seeing new uh, social media platforms emerge like TikTok, which is basically just blew up over the past year. And it's not even in the book at all. So it just goes to show you how much things can change over time when social media platforms that it's the it's literally the biggest in the world right now the biggest leading emerging platform in the world and it's not even in his book and his book is only three years old right so that kind of just goes to show how much technology how much innovation social media everything changes but definitely you know if you're feeling a lack of inspiration i i would consider picking it up um there's a lot of good information in there there's some pretty motivational quotes um i don't think that he is his style is for everyone but I think if you're open to it, then you may actually pick something up that you like that maybe when you read it, I guess it's not as in your face as some of his video work is, as some of his audio work is at times. He's just very direct. Um, he comes across somewhat arrogant and he probably is. But I think reading his words at times, knowing the way he would deliver it, it can kind of soften the blow in some respects. And so you can kind of digest it however you want rather than digesting it in the way that he presents it to you. So it's kind of a different way to absorb his information, 
um, rather than just like the the viral videos and audio pieces that you may see on Instagram, Twitter, wherever. So I thought that was really interesting as far as reading his book. Um, I'd probably give it like a six out of ten if we're doing a rating scale as far as his books go. It was it was fine. It was it was nothing to write home about. There was definitely parts I was really interested in. There was parts that I wasn't as interested in it. Um, but I think that's going to happen when you're talking about all different walks of life, stories, whatever. Um, but the, like I said, there was definitely parts that I was very intrigued by that definitely inspired me, that made me want to create more. Um, even though I was basically, you know, just like laying in bed, it could have been 1am, 2am and I'm reading his book cause I'm just about to go to bed, but it just like gives me all these ideas, all these thoughts, these things I want to try implement, um, do for myself to kind of see, can I like implement some of these strategies other people did to help myself, you know, uh, help my own promotion, help myself become better, help myself be more well-rounded. Like for any of you who follow me on Instagram, um, at J rich imaging, if you want to follow that, I've been trying to post more photos. I'm going to try and post more photos. I'm trying to aim for around, you know, three a week, four a week. If I can get up to one a day, that'd be really, really awesome. But I don't think I have enough good content right now to get there, but it is something I'm working towards, something that I want to start doing just to try and build my own awareness in the community, um, try and get more people to obviously follow my work, check me out. And like I mentioned, I want to start doing YouTube come uh, 2021. That's one of my goals. So I want to start making YouTube content, whether it's for video, uh, whether it's for football content or whatever kind of I'm interested in it's going to be like an all-encompassing channel uh not the best as far as promotion goes most people say find your niche and hammer it out um I might end up doing that kind of depending on how things go with that but I want to kind of just like make it about me and I don't want to make it about one particular thing if people are going to watch people are going to follow I want them to follow me and not necessarily follow me for just one or two things and that still may end up happening anyways and I'll probably notice it and I'll try and hammer that some more but to start, I want it to be like just kind of about me, about my life, about the things that I'm doing, um, hopefully to help other people as well, like I do with this podcast, right? Help people, inspire people, motivate people to keep doing what they're doing. And kind of the second topic I want to talk about, mainly because it was a topic of discussion for me today with my girlfriend, was kind of like my lifestyle and how I want to structure my life going forward because I kind of lived um, the semi-entrepreneurial life but I think the limiting part about it was that I was never actually the boss, right? I was never actually on top. So I was kind of doing all the work of a self-employed individual because I was taking so many calls, scheduling so many meetings, organizing so many things that it legitimately felt like I was self-employed, but I still had a boss. I still had people that I had to work for and thus giving me less power, less control over what was going on, even though I wasn't entirely happy with the direction things were going the choices that were made i there was definitely faults in the company that i didn't agree with but there wasn't anything i could do about it but i was still kind of working as if i was that entrepreneurial style of individual where you're always on the clock all the time working 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 um, and really dedicating myself to that just to kind of get nothing out of it which for me was a great learning experience i learned a lot about business i learned a lot about running a business the things that i would do right the things that i would do the things i didn't like so much but one of the most important things for me going forward is that as much as it's easy to say now, I really want to try and provide myself and my future family with flexibility of my hours, right? I'm, I'm hoping that I can get a job that I can do wherever. Like I have a friend right now, he works for a company that's out in San Francisco, really, really successful guy, really smart, really good at what he does. But the best part about his job is that 
he can do it anywhere. He can work anywhere. So what does he do? He travels. He does whatever he feels like. If he feels like going on a trip, he just goes. He brings his computer with him and he's good to go, right? He can still take meetings. He can still work. It doesn't have to change his lifestyle because that's the type of flexibility that he's built into his life. Now, that's not something that's easy to do, but it's something that I would love to be able to do just for my own personal flexibility. Um, just so if I did want to go on a trip somewhere, I'm not handcuffed to a desk or a location simply because that's where I have to be to take meetings and these types of things. But one thing that I am very thankful for with COVID is that it's forced companies to innovate. It's forced them to be more adaptable in how they approach their employees, about how they approach everything. And there's going to be a big influx in smaller buildings and smaller you know, headquarters for companies because they don't want all these people coming in every day. They're just not going to want that anymore. It'll be, I have a feeling that there will still be lots of person to person meetings. There'll still be large skyscrapers filled with people. But I do think companies have realized that there's not as many people needed in one space as they previously thought. There's no reason to bring people to the office that don't need to be there. And there's just certain things about business that can be done over the phone, can be done online whether it's a zoom meeting whether it's ms teams whatever the hell you're doing and that's one thing that's going to i think change a lot going forward and potentially open up these types of opportunities for other people yes you'll still have to take calls yes you'll still be crazy busy yes you'll still have to work hard but maybe you'll be provided a little bit of flexibility as far as your location and that can give you a lot of freedom so kind of talking about like being able to travel, do all these things I want to do and still be able to work because I know a few people who do that now. I know a guy who's going to Bali in January and so he's going to go there and work basically for th for two to three months and just do his thing, get away from the cold, get away from all this stuff. But I think for me, um, one thing that I've learned talking to people and kind of doing things my own way is that some people kind of, they do want to go be somewhere warm. They do want to kind of chase um, just like that lifestyle of just being able to travel, do all those things. But one thing I think that is a little bit irreplaceable that is kind of flawed about that concept that, or at least something that I would change personally is that so many people are searching a certain, are chasing a certain lifestyle, but why don't you bring that lifestyle to your home? For me, it's like, if you want to go live in Florida, live, you know, somewhere that's always warm, but you don't necessarily have the funds to move there. You don't want to move to another country. Well, I obviously live in Canada, so that would be another country for me. That makes a lot more sense because, yeah, you don't want to move to another country, deal with visas. Maybe you can't move your job, whatever. But why can't you just like live a similar lifestyle where you're at? Why can't you bring these tropical regions to you? I don't think it's that hard to believe when you think about how do you change your lifestyle to fit what you want it to be. There's a lot of people who would rather be somewhere else. And I find that hilarious because a lot of it has to do with weather, which is understandable. But at the same time, it's like, it's not that big a deal. I've, ne I've never seen it as that big a deal. Whereas I need to escape the cold. I need to do this. I need to go be on a beach somewhere. I need to, I've just, I don't know what it is about me that does, just doesn't really believe that. And, and maybe it's because I'm not really a traveler. Maybe it's because I haven't really experienced enough of the world that, yeah, that would be nice. But I think I just mu so much rather be in like my really nice house that I have tailored to my needs perfectly. Like that is more worth it to me than kind of just going to different places, sitting on beaches, um, drinking, you know, partying, whatever. I just don't think that's something that would fulfill me personally. And 
it's just kind of the difference between, you know, wanting to live that remote wherever you want to go lifestyle. But then I would want to bring like that fun to my own home, like to someplace I could live for a long time, because that's just kind of how I would want to structure my life. I wouldn't necessarily want to live somewhere that is like near a city or in any particular place. But it's like, why do I have to go out and kind of like chase this lifestyle a little bit because it's not like you're moving there it's not like that's going to be like your new life for a while and eventually you're going to want to come back but like you could go live in the mountains for a couple a couple months or you could go live somewhere for a couple a couple months if you wanted to but why not just like actually move there like permanently just to kind of completely change your lifestyle altogether why is it that you only want to do that for a couple of weeks and maybe it's I don't know what it is about me. It's just something that I've never really seen. I just don't like anything temporary. There's a lot of things that I've done in the past that have been very temporary. And at least for me, I've been trying to do things that are going to be lasting changes in my life because that to me is what's the most fulfilling, the most impactful. Doing things that are only temporary it just, it doesn't really do it for me. And and I think for a lot of people, they end up wanting more, right? They end up wanting way, way more. They end up wanting to go back. They talk about, you know, once you travel, you get the travel bug. Oh, you're only gone for a week, two weeks, whatever. But then you want to go back. You want to do it again, but then you get stuck back in your regular life. And I think if you were able to create a lifestyle that kind of molds those two things together, that'd be so much better for you, your family, And kind of what you're about than trying to just get away, get away, get away, come back for a little bit and then get away again. It just feels like a repeating cycle of good and then bad and then highs and lows. It's just it seems like too much. It just seems like too much mentally to take over and over and over because that's legitimately how some people feel. You know, they they get hard pressed into work, which is great. But they then feel that burnout and then now they're trying to get away. I just need to get away for a week, a month, a weekend, whatever. If you were able to have a job that was remote, that was, you know, a bit further away, then you could live that lifestyle that you want to live wherever you want. And that's kind of where I'm getting at with me is that I want to live a lifestyle that isn't necessarily remote, doesn't necessarily have to be a certain way. But if I want to like pick up and move somewhere for three years, not necessarily out of the country, but just somewhere more remote to fit my lifestyle, I think that's something I would much rather do than, you know, live in the city, live in a crammed apartment simply for the convenience of location. As much as that would be nice, it's not something that I've been accustomed to. It's not something that I think would benefit me personally. Um, The only reason why it would is if I was, you know, getting deep into photography or videography, I needed to be on set or this or that, which I'm sure will happen eventually. But again, you know, that's the art of planning. You know, if I have to go into the city for a couple weeks, I would just book a hotel or I would do something there. Again, you don't have to be tied down to one location. Yes, your lifestyle may be in the woods somewhere, but if you have to come into the city, you need to work for a little bit. So do it. And then when you're done, you go back. You don't necessarily have to commute every day and you don't necessarily have to do all these things, but build your life in a way that allows you that flexibility. And I think that so many people are focused on owning that home to get to the next home, to get to the future home. I don't think that's necessarily what I want to do as much as that would be nice, as much as that would be fun. 
I do think a lot of me wants to just live a lifestyle that allows me as much flexibility as possible because the more I see it now, the more flexibility I can afford myself, the more freedom I have, the more happiness I have. And ultimately, it's all about lasting changes for me because these lasting changes are what I want to become in the future, right? I don't I don't want to be giving up flexibility as much as I can. Right now, I'm extremely flexible. Things will have to give, of course, but I would encourage everyone, you know, try to improve your circumstances that can allow for that flexibility because I've seen people who do have some flexibility in their lives and most of it, of course, is financial. But even if it's just like taking the time for yourself, for your family, for your kids, that's going to be so much more valuable to you in your older age than it will be when, you know, you're 30, 40, etc., But if you can maintain that lifestyle through your 30s and 40s and still get to where you want to go, you're going to feel so much better about everything than if you look back on it when you're 50, 60 and you're like, wow, I wasted so much time chasing this, chasing that. I never really took the time to express to my kids, loved ones, family, how much I truly cared for them, how much I missed them, how many hours I spent away from them. And for me, that's something that I definitely think that I would never want to regret. I never want to look back and say, wow, like I didn't do enough for my kids, my family, whatever. Um, For me, it's all it'll be all about them. And that's why I want to do provide this kind of flexibility for them, because I think that's really going to be the key to my life for the future and the key to how I choose to build whatever I'm trying to build, no matter how I want to build it. It'll be all about building it with my spouse um, for my family in a way that's mostly advantageous for them. It's it's not it's not going to be about me. It's not going to be about my own personal goals necessarily. Um, I will tailor my goals to them and how I can best fit everyone because life's never going to be perfect. And yeah, I'm sure there'll be opportunities that may pass me by because I'm choosing to do things a little bit differently. Um, but I think the goal for me is to never it's funny that I'm thinking of this right now, but it's like chasing perfection and chasing that perfect life. Um, I want to be flexible. I want to be variable. I want to be changing circumstances. Um, but I want every time I decide to make a change, I want it to last. I want it to be forever. You know, like I want to make changes that make me better, not just for a couple months, not just clear my head for a few days. I want them to be like literally forever. And yeah, I may kind of go back on that change down the road, but I'm hoping that when I make it in that moment, it will be a forever change. Like for instance, this podcast, I don't know how long I'm going to do this podcast. I don't know how long I plan on doing it, but I will tell you that when I first decided to do it, the moment I picked up the microphone and recorded the first episode, I was very happy with it. I was happy with what I came up with. I was happy doing it. The feeling of people reaching out to me, telling me that they enjoy it. Um, it's not about the gratitude of, you know, people saying they enjoy my podcast. It's honestly pushes me to just do more, just to try and share more, just to offer up more of what I'm about, because there's so many things that I feel like people don't necessarily consider in their lives. They're so stuck in a certain direction and that's okay if you're focused and you know what you want man fucking go for it like go for it as hard as you can I think that is my greatest limiting factor today is that I have multiple things I want to do but I don't have one thing that I just want to go for and like give everything to and I'm that's why I'm talking about being flexible because I have 
so many things I want to do. I want to have multiple streams of revenue. I want to be able to have all these different things for myself, but it's kind of forcing me to not just pick one thing and go. Um, and that can work for some people sometimes, but it doesn't work for everybody. And I think that's something for me that's not necessarily going to work. I just think I have too many things on my mind, too many things I want to do and achieve that it's just not feasible for me to focus on one and go. In some aspects, I will have to because it's going to be driven by revenue. Most cases, wherever's going to make me the most money, I'm going to head there first and find ways to incorporate the rest of my business endeavors, whatever you want to call it into that one main thing, right? So that's kind of how I want to structure my own life is be flexible first and foremost, um, do it for my family and just kind of like make the best of my situation and not chase a certain lifestyle that isn't necessarily the way that I want to live. And as far as my own personal goals, like just creating lasting change, creating lasting change in my life, um, whether it's, you know, going to live on an island for two years because I'm sick of the cold weather I don't want it to be like a vacation. I don't ever want to look at it that way. And as much as it'd be nice, just kind of go away for a month to have to come back and, and kind of re reorganize my life back to what it was before I wouldn't be the same person. And so when I leave, I'd want to know that I'm not going to come back the same person. So why would I want to come back? I wouldn't want to fall into the person I was before because obviously I'm going to change. And so that's definitely one thing as far as my own thoughts, my own beliefs, if I'm going to take something that far, if I'm going to process all this new information, this new lifestyle, this new characteristic, I'm I'm going to be like a basically whole new person to bring that into my old life, my old circumstances. It's really, really hard to come back and feel good about yourself. And I would, I would talk about it like this. Like for me, I've always considered myself to be like, one person. But when I was in university, I was two people. And that sounds really weird to say. I don't know if it sounds like super meta or whatever, but when I was in university, I was like, you know, having fun, partying, going out, like taking the bus to go places, doing all these things that I would never do at home. And it wasn't from lack of freedom. It wasn't because I had strict parents. It was simply because I legitimately felt like I was a different person, which is super weird to think about. Because it's, it wasn't like it was any further necessarily to get anywhere, to go downtown, to go to bars, to go hang out. It was just, I never had the desire when I was home to do any of that. I never had the desire to go out and do any of these things, whether it was with my friends or even on my own and just go out and have more fun that I would normally, I normally would have when I was in school. And it's not to say I was a party animal or anything. I was still had to study hard, still had to work hard on all my schoolwork, but Definitely, there's part of me that felt like, yeah, there was kind of two different people. You know, the person who was living on his own, had his own freedoms, did whatever he wanted. And the person who was home, I reverted back to what I was before I left, which is crazy. Like, and I still think about it today, which is crazy because I mentioned before how, like, I've kind of considered moving out simply for the sake of changing my circumstance, my lifestyle. And bringing back this story, it kind of reminds me of when I wasn't. So I I don't want to say uptight almost, but being that person that I was in high school, being that person that I left kind of in Milton where I lived and went to Ottawa and kind of morphed into a new person, a new personality individual, the core was still there. I still had the same values, the same upbringing, the same person, but definitely it felt like when I came home, I had to kind of revert back to the person I was. 
And then now being home for what feels like three years at least, I've been that same person with very little progress and it's kind of been on my mind a lot lately, especially. I used to be a certain way. I went somewhere else, changed a little bit, not dramatically, but definitely changed. But then when I came back home, I left all those changes where I was rather than bringing them with me. And I think for a while I brought them with me, but after time, they all faded away. And that's when I talk about going somewhere and not creating a lasting change. If you go somewhere and you come back, you're going to come back different. But if you revert back to the person you was, you're still going to be chasing that feeling as if you were the person before you left to go on that vacation, that experience, whatever it is. And so for me now, like I'm saying, it's about creating lasting changes in my life, lasting changes for me, for my loved ones, for everyone around me to make me a better person. Because for me, it's just like, I just see so much that I don't love about myself, that I don't love about my circumstance, that I don't love even about some of the people around me. But it doesn't mean that these are bad things doesn't mean that I need to change them right away. They'll, it'll come in time. And, I, and I've and i always believed that things will kind of sort themselves out. It's not always going to be how you want it to be. Things will never be exactly how you want them to be. But in time, ultimately, things will reveal themselves. Certain things will come up. People will reveal themselves in time. The people you thought you knew, you didn't know, the people that you used to love, you don't love anymore, the people that used to take advantage of you, you take advantage of them, whatever it is that ends up going on in your life. There's always going to be things that change in time. People cannot simply keep up the same fronts forever. Eventually, people have to be themselves. They have to allow that freedom within themselves to become themselves. They have to just break free from whatever it is that they've been holding back and it all has to come out. That's just who we are as people. No matter whether it's a first date, second date, third date, If you're a certain way, eventually she's going to know about it or he's going to know about it. It doesn't matter who you are. I've done it myself. I've not tricked girls, but definitely I've tried to show a different side of me, um, be someone I'm not really for the sake of getting someone to like me more. And in some ways that makes me a bad person, but in other ways it just makes me a smart person. It makes me someone who knows myself, know that I'm not everyone's cup of tea. It doesn't mean I can't be someone that they do enjoy, that they do like. And then once they get to know that I'm like a good person, I can kind of sneak in some of the things that aren't the best about me or they may not like about me. And yeah, that sounds like super conniving and like manipulative, but that's just who we are as human beings. We're not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. And that's why I'm saying that as much as you may feel a certain type of way about someone today that can change in time. They may reveal themselves. They may not be who you thought they would be. And I may not be who you thought I am. You know, I I obviously preach a lot about, you know, just being a good person, doing the right things. And like I said, you know, like this is the kind of person that I was for sure in some respects, Um, not to be a bad person, but it's just the kind of person I was. I used to try and not manipulate people, but definitely wouldn't always show my true colors. But eventually they came out and that person may not like me for it or they may like me more for it. Um, it's it it's something that I had to learn. I had to learn to just be honest with myself, um, accept that it's okay if someone doesn't like you. That's that's perfectly okay. But not everyone handles that very well. I myself didn't handle that very well. That kind of idea of rejection didn't always sit well with me. I just always wanted people to like me kind of no matter what. 
It wasn't that there was anything special about me. It wasn't that I needed to be loved. It was just, you know, when you meet someone for the first time, you don't want to set that bad impression. You don't want them to not like you. You don't want to kind of give them a reason to mistrust you or anything. You know, you just want to build that relationship up and take it further kind of from the very beginning. And so at least for me, when it comes to like relationships and just like talking to people in general, I'm usually the person who kind of follows the conversation. I'll rarely lead unless I have some really good stories, which are few and far between for me, unfortunately, but definitely compared to some people, I may have a very interesting story to tell or related to their story and just kind of piggyback off of that to kind of show my personality a bit more. And the more I realized just kind of like be myself, it it took me a lot further in my relationships, took me a lot further in my relationship that I'm in right now, just kind of understand that people are always going to judge you based off your actions. But if your actions are true to who you are, they will be a lot less receptive to the person that you are because they know that you're being true to yourself and you're acting upon your truths. Like I've been saying, it's kind of one thing that has been sticking with me more and more and something I want to be a lasting change. I'm going to stop trying to fake kind of being who I am. If I'm abrasive to you, if I'm a bit of an asshole, like I'm perfectly okay with that. I know that's who I am and who I can be. And I don't really feel like apologizing for that. It's not to be arrogant. It's not to put you down in any way. It's just, I may approach you a certain way. I may tell you something very directly. It may come across as somewhat harsh, but truthfully it comes from a good place and it's not to diminish you or who you are in any way. It's it's a combination of the person I am and the way I was raised and the household that I was raised in. It has nothing to do with you, the person you are, or anything like that. It's it's just to help people understand that the more you can be yourself, the happier you will be in the end. You know, you can't always aim to impress everyone. And yet if you do, the problem is is that you'll find yourself at the end of the day feeling upset, feeling so emotionally overwhelmed that it's almost impossible for you to move forward because you're like, oh yeah, I remember this conversation with this person and that, and oh yeah, I said this thing right and that, and that was good. But you know, it's just like emotionally exhausting pretending to be something that you're not. And once you're able to kind of set that free, you'll be so much happier in the end. And and at least for me, like I've been saying, is that it's it's something that I had to learn um, over a long period of time. Like I'm 27 and I wouldn't say I learned that until I was probably at least 25, you know, like been through a few relationships that didn't work out, um, had friends and lost them and had new friends and lost them again and had new friends and lost them again. And it, it, a lot of it doesn't have anything to do with them. It's just, it's not the person that I was. I wasn't, I wasn't the person for them. They weren't the person for me, whatever. Um, and that's perfectly okay, but definitely, there's just certain things that people expect from you. And then when they don't get those things, they're super upset about it. And that's, that's one thing that I've known for a long time is like just not having expectations of people because that's how you end up being let down, end up getting hurt. And especially for people that are just your friends, you know, like as much as I love some of my friends to death, there's certain friends that I don't expect anything from. And that's, and that's no slight to them. Um, because I'm the same way, you know, like there's nothing saying that we have to be the best of friends and talk all the time. You can still be my friend, like from time and we can still have a great relationship that picks up right where it left off, but that doesn't have to be a bad thing. You know, like everyone has their own circumstances, the things they're going through. And I totally respect that. I respect that a hundred percent. 
but that doesn't work for everybody. Some people need to have that relationship in order to be considered something and have that fulfillment in their life. And that's just the kind of person they are. But at least for me, um, I've chosen to kind of let go of that in a lot of respects and whatever I get from people, I try to show them the same thing back. And if I don't get anything, then I don't give anything in return. And it's kind of a bad approach because it's not me being, it's not me taking the first step. You know, it's not me trying to build a relationship up further But then again, it's kind of allowing me to take what comes to me and just kind of only give back what I receive. That way I'm being fair to everyone and myself. It's a little bit selfish in some respects, but it's also fair to me because that way I'm not overdoing it with certain people that don't deserve it. And you're just kind of doing you, you're maintaining your own schedule, your own relationships, and you're not worried about necessarily building all this new stuff and all this extra work. Now, that's just friendships. Relationships are a different story because relationships have to have give and take. You know, if you're going to build a relationship with someone, you have to be able to put that foot forward and kind of get on that ledge. And that person may push you off that ledge. Let me tell you, I mean, I know lots of people, they've been hurt. They've been led on, cheated, whatever. But at some point, you have to be willing to be vulnerable to that because without that, you're never going to build something strong. You're never going to build a relationship that's deep, that's meaningful, that means something to you and that person. Um, So from that standpoint, it's very different. You have to be able to be open to that. You have to be open to all these different things because it's going to be really important for you in order to build these lasting relationships, this lasting change. This is where I'm going here is lasting change, lasting change in your life. This, This is what I want for you guys. I want you guys to make these changes that last forever. I don't want you to just think about these changes that will change you for today or for tomorrow. I want you to think about things that will literally change you for your entire life until you're ready to change that thing about you again. Maybe today you're a drummer. Then you want to be a salesperson. When you're saying, no, I've conquered sales. I've done that. Then you want to change, be something else. But I want you, every time you think about making a change, every single time you think about making any change in your life. I want you to think about, is this something I could do for the rest of my life? Like for the rest of my life? Because if you're not chasing something that you can do for the rest of your life, what are you chasing? What are, what is your end goal here? Case in point right now, I'm applying to jobs that maybe aren't where I want to be, but they will provide me the skills to get to where I want to be. I'm applying jobs to be video editors. I'm applying to do, you know, some video production. I'm trying to do some photography stuff. And even if this was the only job I had for my entire life, let's say it was photography video editor, I could actually live with that. I could live my life knowing that this is what I could do for the rest of my life. I don't need to be necessarily the CEO or this or that. But if someone offered me a job as a video editor and I wanted to be a video editor for the rest of my life, I would actually be comfortable doing that. But that being said, of course, things are going to spin off with that. I'm going to eventually want to dive into something else in video editing and and this and that and whatever. But I think it should be more natural. I think it should be more purposeful than that. You know, like so many people want to take that next step in their career, but they're not necessarily willing to commit to the first step. They only see it as a stepping stone. And I think that's a little bit short sighted. I get that you want to view this as a stepping stone, but if you don't view it as something that like you are truly passionate about and love, that is going to be a lot harder to overcome for you because then if you're stuck in that position for a long time, you're like, oh, 
this is supposed to be temporary. This wasn't supposed to be a long, like, lasting thing. This wasn't supposed to be grueling. I'm, I'm trying to get to where I want to go and it's not happening for me. Well, then why did you pick that job in the first place? Yes, you hoped it would get you to where you want to go. But now, what do you do? And the problem is, is that it's a very demoralizing mindset. It forces you into a cycle of where you're doubting yourself. Am I good enough? Can I do this? This is supposed to be temporary. They promised me this job in two years. I was there. I was in that position. I was told I was going to get this and that and whatever. And I was told that it was going to be somewhat temporary and I would slowly grow into a new role. And that's what every business promises you. Every business promises you that Oh, yeah, we want to take you here, want to go there. Oh, but then they do an outside hire for this next position. And then they decide to promote someone from another department. And then they do this, they do that. And they don't ever get you to where you want to go. So you're forced to go somewhere else. You're forced to go somewhere else to where they'll treat you right. But here's the issue is they ends up happening again and again and again and again. And you, it's, you get stuck in that corporate cycle. And that's where I want you guys to find jobs, find positions that you're able to do like forever like if you had to do it forever could you do it forever could you fall in love with it could you be the absolute best at it because that's going to get you a lot further in your life than just simply finding a job as a stepping stone to get to where you want to go and I and not everyone will agree with that and I completely understand that but at least for me as far as how I'm trying to build my life like I'm trying to find things that I could potentially do for a long time where I have a lot of room to grow because there's just not enough time in this world for me to want to waste it on something that I don't want to do. Um, of course, everyone has their own circumstances, things they have to deal with. But for me right now, it's very difficult for me to look, walk into a job and say, oh, this is going to be temporary. I want to try and like legitimately master whatever I do next, whatever that skill ends up being. And then I want to morph that into five, six, seven, eight new skills. And like I wanted to kind of talk about uh, this a bit earlier, but I kind of slipped my mind a little bit, but I wanted to talk about revenue streams and I kind of mentioned it, how I want to have multiple revenue streams. And that's why I've been kind of encouraging you guys to find your passions, even if it's not your present job, find your passion and maybe find a way that you can kind of incorporate that into your life. And if you can make money off of that, that's definitely something that can ultimately help you in the long run. Because if you can find ways to create these passive revenue streams, always having money in through this small little thing that you decided to put together, and maybe it's your hobby. And so it's just like, it makes it that much easier for you. And like, for me, if I was being paid to podcast, think about how much easier that would be for me. If someone was paying me 50, a hundred, $200 a podcast, whatever it was, even if it was $25, that is going to motivate me to do it more and more and more because someone's paying me each and every time I'm doing that. And so if you're able to find a small little thing that maybe it starts off as a hundred dollars a month then $200 a month then $300 a month, like you never really know until you dedicate yourself to that. And that's why I'm talking about making a lasting change. Like for me, at some point, this podcast is going to be monetized. It's going to be doing all these things, whatever. That's my goal for it. But how long is that going to take? I don't know. But I know that when I started, I wanted to do it for kind of as long as I could, as long as I had the bandwidth for it. Because I think that there's a lot of value in it over the long term. It's not just about what am I doing? What am I going through? But it's about my life. It's kind of like chronicling everything that I'm doing each and every week, the things that I'm going through. And like I talked about through this episode, I'm not I'm not doing a whole lot right now. I'm doing a lot of thinking, a lot of planning, um, a lot of thinking, you know, a lot of just poster boarding and whiteboarding, scheduling, like goal 
orientated stuff, things I want to accomplish, 2021, managing the pandemic, where did I succeed, where did I fail, just a lot of overview, big picture, mindset, um, killing everything that I'm going into, wanting to impress every person I talk to, um, just building new relationships, building a foundation for success, and that's kind of where I think creating these lasting changes is ultimately going to fall into is building a foundation for future successes. And that's maybe something I'll have to kind of put together as a topic for this podcast, maybe a series of a few episodes where I talk about just like building a foundation for yourself. What are the things that you need to build a foundation? But one thing I would say that I absolutely hate is people who will tell you to do this or do that, do a certain routine. Um, I'm still figuring out what my foundation is and kind of how I want to go about it. And then I want to share that with you. I, I 100% through this podcast never want to tell you guys what to do, how to find success. I want you guys to take the stories that I tell you, that I share with you, and the things that I've done, the things I didn't do, some of the things that I shouldn't have done or did do that worked out really well for me, and then implement them into your own life. And that's one thing where bringing it back to kind of crushing it and the stories in that book the reason why they do hit a bit harder in some respects is like one story for you may be extremely relatable. You may be in a very similar circumstance. And so for you to be able to read that, you're like, wow, like this is exactly the situation I'm in. I could totally do this. I could totally make this work. And so for me, that's where I want to use kind of the same stories, tell the same stories or similar stories. And then if you guys are relating to them, I want you guys to reach out to me. We could talk about them in even more in depth and kind of go over your circumstance more and cut the, and I can go more in depth on the things that I talked about, ultimately giving you an even greater perspective on my experience and the things that I did and maybe some of the things I didn't do or the things I wish I did when I was in that moment. With that being said, guys, I just want to thank you guys for listening so much. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Just for me, it's all about trying to make every change a lasting change in your life. I want you guys to think about that every single time you think about what you want to do next, what what your next kind of like move is, what what you're planning for. Try to make it all last forever. I don't want you to think about things as small time this, this or that. Like we talk about making a, a change to lose weight in 2021. Like no, like that you can't, you're not trying to lose weight for 2021. You're trying to lose weight forever. You want to go make $10,000. Cool. Go make $10,000, but then next year make $10,000 too, or make $20,000. Like these things are forever changes that we're trying to do, whether we're trying to fix our diet, fix our physique, fix our life, fix our mindset, fix our morning routine, whatever it is you're trying to do, make it a change that you make for life. Check out more of my content. You can follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram at jrichimaging, or you can follow the podcast account that I'll probably eventually slowly start to do more stuff on at reallifepod underscore. Again, thanks so much for listening, and I will see you guys next week, and I'll probably do like a Christmassy type theme episode, and I'll think of something creative to do with that, and with that being said, I am out. Peace.